Whether we like it or not, whether we think it is just or not, the world is now in the care of human beings. Our actions dictate and determine the life of every other animal now living on the planet. All so-called free space is circumscribed by human behavior. Some nihilists preached that the earth will have her day and humans will soon learn the meaning of powerlessness in the face of an angry or simply adjusting planet. But I find this immature. There are consequences coming. And if we want to survive as a species, and if we want the other species to survive, then we must come to grips with our behavior. The most destructive behaviors are easy to see. The oil and gas industries that are digging up long-buried carbon and sending it into the atmosphere are heating up the planet. The animal agriculture industry, those animals farmed for our consumption, is the leading cause of deforestation in the world and produces more greenhouse gases than the entire transportation industry. We know the oceans are being emptied. We know the mountains of plastic are piling up. These are the consequences that exist right in front of our eyes. These are the ones we see so clearly, and yet behind them stand hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of other less visible consequences due to our behaviors. There is an impulse within the environmental Christian community to substitute the earth for Jesus on the cross as a metaphor for what we are doing, for who we are killing. And they remind us of the passage from Luke, which captures some of Jesus' final words. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. As smart as we are, as capable as we are, as earnest as I believe most people are, we do not know what we are doing. And it is only because calamity is now staring us in the face that we are looking up from our hands and wondering how it got to this. As someone who believes in the transforming powers of God, and as someone who views the prospect of humans rescuing ourselves through material progress cautiously, I believe a successful environmental movement must incorporate a spiritual component. When the people of the world are confronted with a natural disaster, an earthquake, for example, cries go out for the suffering. And almost as quickly, commentators remind us that while prayers are good, we should also respond with material support. We should take action. I absolutely believe in this position. I believe that some acts of prayer do very little beyond absolving the person offering the prayer from doing any work to actually help those who are suffering. This behavior has been mocked by many as cheap grace, and at times I have been one of those people doing the mocking. However, almost all advocacy for addressing the climate change is marked by a glaring omission. Everything is focused on action and nothing on prayer. Articles about the Pope's advocacy for the environmental cause are mostly action-focused, not prayer-focused. On Earth Day, Thich Nhat Hanh called for us to fall in love with the planet. But he didn't say how. 
He didn't say meditate. He didn't say do any spiritual discipline. He just says, fall in love with the planet. My own tradition has asked us to join in committing to action in the face of climate change and goes on to list a series of opportunities, not one of them focused on cultivating our relationship to the planet through spiritual disciplines. People are creating inspiring opportunities for us to ameliorate the effects of climate change and environmental degradation. They are planting trees and eating less meat and supporting alternative energies, but amidst this amazing mix of exciting actions, education, and activism, we never talk about spirituality. Some people may snicker, but I believe that our spiritual orientation is as important as action. Our willingness to treat the earth so poorly, in my opinion, is due to the absence of a spiritual relationship with the planet. There is a spiritual dislocation that allows us to think there is such a thing as you and me, as it and me, as it and us. But there is not. We are of the earth, only we have forgotten. And in our forgetting, we behave in ways that have consequences beyond our knowing. Unmediated action is not going to lead us into a solution because it does not create the pathway for falling in love with the earth. It does not create the empathetic connection that dissolves the sense of separation we feel. Hollow prayer done to alleviate responsibility of a person rather than solve a problem is cheap grace, action, without any spiritual intention or commitment to a greater consciousness, is a hamster wheel. It is hard to get people to take action. It is hard to get people to pray and meditate for global consciousness. And yet, both of these things must be done if we want our action to have purpose, if we want our species and other species to survive. The earth and its creatures are suffering, and we need action. But let your actions be guided by a spiritual orientation, by intentional spiritual disciplines designed to bring you into communion with the planet, the planet we come from, the planet we grow out of like the grass and the flowers and the trees. Fall in love with the planet absolutely. This is your body. This is your blood. This is your mind and your spirit. This is the God experience. You can only do so much if you cannot see the magnificence of this divine world. So go forth and take in all of the beauty of God and know that you are not separate from it. From this place, we have the chance of making a difference. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life? who would enjoy and benefit from this meditation. Pick one. 
send them a link. Maybe start a conversation with them. How would your prayer and meditation life change if you sought to manifest a global spiritual consciousness? How would it change for you to grow in your connection to the planet? What would your friend need to place a spiritual longing at the origin of their environmental actions? The spiritual journey isn't something we need to do on our own. We are meant to travel the path with partners. I hope you'll join me again next week.